0: Welcome to episode 14 of the Obstructed View podcast. In this episode, Jeff, David, and Miles discuss the Kyle Schwarber injury and its implications on playing time, speculations about bodies stored in David Ross's garage, players who surprised us this week, grumping about Ben Zobrist, impressions of Chase Field, and comparisons with the 2018. This episode was recorded on Sunday before the Diamondbacks game and certainly before the uh, exciting home opener on Monday. Enjoy. Or don't, I can't tell you what to do.
1: Chicago cup baseball is on the air! We got the first day that's nice enough for me to go play golf. Nothing's keeping me away. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's lovely
0: here in Crown
2: Point, Indiana. It's a sprightly 38 degrees, and there is literal snow on the ground.
0: It is ah. raining here in Phoenix today, so I think I win the unlikely weather competition.
2: <laughs> I would say you do, but what's the temperature?
0: Uh, I don't know. Probably 70s.
2: Uh, so it's not that
0: bad. I don't know. If I were local, I'd need to bust out my jacket. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny last night seeing after, after the sun went down, <laughs> seeing all the locals bust out their windbreakers for that that frigid weather. Mm-hmm. I will say, in
1: the like seventy in the desert does not feel the same as seventy elsewhere. Like, That's that, true. I I remember like I remember like I've, I've only been out in Phoenix once, but like visiting my dad for spring training a couple of years ago. But I do distinctly remember like, oh,
0: it's seventy. Like I'm cold. Like no, you're just a wimp. It felt great.
1: <laughs> Take away my precious humidity. I don't know what to do.
0: Oh, dry weather is pretty nice. Yeah, just not the heat. <laughs> so, is there any uh, Cubs news that's happened in the past week? I've been at a conference and uh, you know haven't seen anything. Uh,
1: well, uh, we got some good news for Javi uh, Baez fans. <laughs> we sure did. And actually, we got some bad news for Javi Baez fans too. Well, yeah. If he would quit getting bean pitches and breaking fingers and shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess good news if you're a Jorge Soler fan. For sure. Or Tommy Lastella.
2: Yeah, yeah he's hitting more run than I expected. I think than he expected.
1: Yeah, that, that seems problematic, the fact that, uh, okay, Schwarber is out and uh, it, and Soler is not the de facto starter. I feel like that that means... Uh, someone on Twitter—I can't remember who. Sorry for not giving credit, but somebody uh, made a tweet. Uh, tweeted how uh, uh, if if Schwarber goes out and Soler isn't the starter, he absolutely should have been traded in the off season. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: it's hard to read into like two or three games, but going forward, if Soler isn't starting every day, then there's a real problem.
1: That well, yeah, that's not. And and in a, a problem in a way that like, oh, okay, so now we're just broadcasting to the entire league that we don't have faith in this guy. Mm-hmm.
0: So then again I didn't necessarily think that say Jay Bruce is the answer, which seemed to be the uh, rumor flying around Twitter <laughs> yesterday.
2: Uh I, I don't know. Jay Bruce is a cub killer, so I probably have a higher like higher value for him than he actually carries, but
0: well, if he, if he was a true co killer, if he got acquired by the Cubs, he'd hit like one forty. So oh, for sure, he would just he would
1: he would blouser it up. Hey, hey, let's not let's not forget the glory of the Jimmy Ballgame era. Okay, that's true. <laughs> for those that are not familiar with Ovi boggling lingo,
2: yeah, Jay Bruce last year hit two seventeen, two eighty one, three seventy three, which is very cosma esque.
0: That's actually better than I have remembered.
2: Yeah. I think he had a good second half to salvage some of that.
0: Yeah, but really, really makes you wonder why the Reds weren't able to move him.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so this the bad news, obviously, is Shore was out. But the good news is, is you still have to deal with the other seven-eighths of this lineup, and it has been insane
0: so far. Yeah, that first inning yesterday was, was tons of fun. It was probably the best inning the Cubs have had because it was against
2: the Cy Young runner-up. And they just refused to swing at pitches that they didn't want to mm-hmm. want to swing at, and they've done that all year.
0: Yeah, I, I missed their, you know, very base on ball oriented rally against Robbie Ray on a mm-hmm. what was that Friday's game? So I got there late, but you know they they, they could do it all. <laughs> is this is this the year that Rizzo goes full Goldschmidt? Like I feel like
1: it seems like it's heading that direction.
0: I think it's definitely possible. Man, Goldschmidt is so good. I feel bad that the rest of the lineup around him kind of sucks here.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, I was surprised at how good David Peralta's numbers were yesterday. I, I was looking it up.
0: Yeah, even when, like the Diamondbacks have like a hundred of those like stealthily good outfielders.
2: Mm-hmm. He has to be like the best player that no one gives a shit about.
1: Wait, who? <laughs> That's right. David, <laughs> Peralta. David Peralta. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were talking about that or Goldschmidt, and I was
0: confused. No, no, no. Uh, oh, relatively, uh, relatively speaking, Goldschmidt, <laughs> too. But. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like as, as far as
1: like superstars in the league, he doesn't get a lot of play.
0: Yeah.
1: But
2: last year, David Peralta backing up Goldschmidt hit 312, 371, 522, 17 dingers. It's a pretty nice season for someone who... Like literally, no one has ever heard of. He,
0: he's he's another, he's another one of those guys on those like uh, auto-generated names all stars where you just assume that they're a fake player when you see the name. I do like
1: the fact that this like this started as our okay. Let's get out all the panic about Schwarber, and now we're immediately like, who cares? This seems great. Let's talk about other shit. <laughs> but the
2: one thing I did want to talk about Schwarber, though, is I would be surprised at this point if he ever catches now.
0: Oh, oh totally. yeah, yeah. That, that, like, that's over.
2: Probably will never catch another game, just because knee a- and ankle is probably the worst combination of things that can happen to a already pretty big dude, and still think that he could ever catch.
0: Maybe a back injury would be the only bigger one. Yeah, but yeah,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing.
2: No, I don't either. I think it would. I mean, we have catchers coming up in. It he, he wasn't exactly the best catcher defensively anyway.
0: I mean it was nice yeah. flexibility wise just to have him sure. back there sure. once a week or whatever.
1: It it definitely helps in this sort of moment where there's where every position has a log jam and you're trying to uh, fight for play appearances for everybody. But you know, I don't I don't know. I mean at a certain point, you feel like that, that glut sorts itself out, and, everybody, and then he can fit comfortably into an outfield position. Yeah.
0: Well, at least I'm uh, pretty much locked in to my prediction that Schwarber is going to be the uh, most likely to uh, go under his project, projection, yeah. so I think I got that yeah. locked up uh, here five games into the season. Well well done there. Well, um, I'll pat myself on the back with, like, a knife. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, in, enjoy, uh, enjoy that Pyrrhic victory. Uh, if but, one of us chose
2: Lackey, it would be possible he was so bad his first start that he might get there by virtue of playing the whole year. Oh, man, you look
1: terrible. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. Did I pick Lackey or did I pick Solaire? I think you picked Solaire and I picked Lester. Gotcha. Um... But uh, a buddy of mine brought up an interesting point. Um, Does this mean, does Schwarber's injury, do you think that means we see, especially if, God forbid, something happens to Miggy, does
0: that mean we see uh, Contreras at some point this year? Yeah, Yeah, I think so, so, yeah. I mean, I think he would have been up in September anyway, but if you want to answer the question you're really asking, I think we'll see him before September. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you started seeing him take games in left field in AAA just to see if he can actually do that. Like fill that role? Yeah. Not that we need the outfielder, but because if you call Wilson Contreras, you're not calling him
1: up to start, you know, play every third game. Right, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're calling him up to limit David Ross at-bats.
2: <laughs> Anything that limits David Ross at-bats has got to be considered a win.
1: Although he's obviously been pretty good this year in his eight plate appearances, yeah, that that was a weird game watching the uh, uh, the other day where he's like, oh yeah, just a double into nowhere and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of loud contact. It's crazy.
2: He looks two years older every time I see him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got that reverse Benjamin Button disease.
1: Yeah. He looks honestly, he's always looked to me like the person Ted Lilly should have aged into, you know? Like, I just, it's... like, not. Nah. I'm just, I keep expecting, he's like, oh, wait, why is Ted Lilly in disguise? No, he,
0: he I, I don't see it at all. He just doesn't have those Ted Lilly dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> David Ross doesn't have any bodies in his garage.
1: Probably. It will not have the good name of of Ted Lilly besmirched in this way. So, has anything uh, popped out to you guys as a surprise so far? i really kind of been as advertised, right? Uh, Hendricks being good in his first start was nice to see. Yeah, uh, I think he looked. I think he was
2: the most impressive out of the out of the five. I don't think he was the most dominant, but he
1: was just putting it
2: exactly where he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, it
1: looked great. Yeah, Yeah, it's been, it's been nice. It doesn't feel like, you know, I, I was, it was something I was, uh, careful about watching in the Arietta start, uh, and and Hendricks too. Like, you're, you're not seeing, I mean, other than Lackey, but you're not seeing guys miss spots in the early going here very often, Mm -hmm. which is nice to see. Um, I was really, like, particularly with Arietta, I was worried about that. Like, as gassed as he looks in the playoffs last year, like in the second round, um, it was, it was nice to see it. It didn't look like he was overthrowing. It looked mm-hmm. like it was, you know, you know uh, Mickey's glove wasn't moving around on pitches. It was nice.
0: I think the biggest surprise was pointed out by my uh, David Mick on the, in the comments this morning, was that the Cubs have already batted relief pitchers twice. Yeah, what is with that? Wait, have already what? Two, two relief pitchers have batted already this season. Oh. <laughs> one of which was Pedro Strope who got his first career plate appearance. <laughs> I think well, I, I in Thursday's game. I think Hendricks uh, took, took his first at-bat before he threw
2: his first pitch this year.
0: No, no, he was in the second inning. They just missed having him. Uh, oh. was, uh, Russell yeah. struck out to end the first or Added rounded it out or something. One. But uh, oh. Hend- Hendricks's, uh single <laughs> was almost one of the rare... Uh, 9-3 uh, put-outs, were it not for yet another Diamondbacks error in that uh, early show of horrors for Zach Grinky there.
2: Yeah, Pedro Strope and Adam Warren both have a plate appearance.
0: Yeah, the Adam Warren one's especially weird. I mean, I could maybe see wanting to keep Strope in to face Goldschmidt because he came back mm-hmm. in for the next inning and, like, got Goldschmidt to grind out or something. But Warren, like he was the next batter up or no they knew he was going to bat in the next inning you think that you would double switch him (laughs) when you brought him into the game
2: hopefully that's not hopefully it was just like a fluky thing and that we don't see that in the going forward I have to imagine the Cubs have more relievers with plate appearances than the rest of the league does combined
0: just from the long guys they have oh you mean in general just for now, just now, not going forward. No, that would be horrific. <laughs> well, we could probably expand it to uh, relief pitchers and David Ross. To uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, relief pitchers and people who hit like relief pitchers.
0: So someone else who uh, I've been probably excessively underwhelmed with is uh, Ben Zobrist.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't understand his infatuation with, uh, Madden's infatuation with batting him third.
0: Yeah, that's not that great. It's more, well, I mean, his offense has been fine, even though I guess he's hit into a bunch of double plays, but, you know, yeah. I don't care. You will if, if your your team in front of you is getting on base a you know, hundred times a game. Yeah. But um, his defense has been really weird to me. That was kind of the concern with the signing. Like, I didn't really worry about his bat that much. But uh, his defensive numbers took a nosedive last year, and, you know, so far, uh, not looking so good this year either.
2: Yeah, I think that if he doesn't offer you, like, positional flexibility, that he loses a lot of his, like, luster.
0: Yeah, but even then, with his positional flexibility, like, he played good defense at all those positions, you know, sure. back in the yeah. day.
2: But I can't point to anything in particular that has underwhelmed me about him, but. It does seem like in twenty eighteen when we're paying him fourteen million dollars that it's gonna look like pretty bad.
0: Yeah, the fact that Castro has had such a hot start certainly hasn't helped either as far as the uh, the knives being out there.
2: Sure. <laughs> and that's and that's sort of the thing, like you're talking about Ben Zobrist and when you think of him you think of, Oh, well he can play all these different positions but then as soon as he signed, people were saying, Oh, he's only gonna play second base. Well, Starlin Castro could play second base. And shortstop, and he was way cheaper.
0: Yeah, well, I guess Zobris is technically the backup shortstop, but I would be shocked if. Uh, yeah, I would be he shocked. He actually if plays he'll... any shortstop before Bias comes up. Yeah, you guys, uh,
1: I think you're forgetting an important fact, which is that uh, Ben Zobris is white. That's true, uh, <laughs> and
0: it's Chicago, so
1: <laughs> yeah, they love their whites. Look, if if you if you when you have a chance to to sign an aging scrappy white guy. You trade whatever you have to to make room for <laughs> yeah.
0: So, that, hands have been much saltier just, than I would have guessed, even considering there, that. I was being sarcastic
1: in case somebody wants to, <laughs> if somebody digs this up in ten years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your presidential candidacy is about to be ruined. Uh, maybe just, you know. Actually, no. Not on the daily show or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> considering who we have running for president right now, this probably isn't isn't a disqualifying move at all. Yeah, you might, you might get votes,
1: <laughs>
2: but uh, yeah, I sent a tweet saying that I hoped that Starling Castro would win the MVP this year for the AL or whatever, and everyone was like, they thought they either thought I was a Yankee fan or I was I was saying it sarcastically, but it would be really nice, and I think that New York is actually the best spot for him because even if he isn't very good, there are so many people there
0: that hate, like,
2: A-Rod already? I've got or... to say,
0: you've got, you've got the biggest yeah. lightning rod in baseball. You can really <laughs> just for the yeah. his
1: own space and not have to worry. You can weirdly go to New York and just sort of hide.
2: <laughs> yeah. But he's been incredible so far. Five games, obviously. Nice. So, to yeah, So wh- who would you rather have if you had to pick one of the contracts? Would you rather take the John Lackey one, which is... You know, I think it's 3 years and 48 million dollars I, right? I
0: think it's only 2 years
2: actually I think you're right it's 2 years and 32 million or would you rather have
1: Zobrist for 4 and 56 Lackey I'll take the shorter contract every time
0: yeah I'm going to go with Lackey too as much as <laughs> I also don't like that deal
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I kind of feel the same way I think that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about the Zobrist deal
0: yeah, it's just it's just kind of a weird turn to the punch bowl. I, I stopped by the uh, the Cubs Park, um, the, the spring training park yesterday yeah. to, to get a new hat, which I didn't get because their selection was shitty. But uh, they have the big the big signs and banners and stuff out front like they had last year, and you know it's all like Schwarber and Bryant and Rizzo and Madden. You're like, yeah, this is great, and then John Lackey right at the end. I was like, oh. huh. yeah. Hey. So someone, I
1: did someone. Someone like photoshopped a weird uh, Captain America Civil War thing, uh, or like Avengers. I can't remember which, but uh, it was some Marvel thing. And uh, but they had photoshopped uh, Cubs people into the uh, the superhero costumes, and one of the people they picked was Zobrist. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Who was Zobrist? Uh, not. Captain America, but, um... Was he one of the people at a computer on the ship that they use? I in think, the background? I think they made Thor Zobris, if I remember correctly.
0: Which is... That seems... Well, he's blonde, blue. I guess. That's probably the only one on the team. <laughs> <clears throat> um,
1: yeah, very, very weird.
0: Yeah, You know what else was weird? At the, uh, Diamondbacks Park, they've got their own, uh, you know, Soccer strip-off and it's uh D Legends, which cracks me up for uh, you know, the, the long history that this franchise has. <laughs> but the best was that uh, Mark Grace was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well well honestly, I mean let's think. Maybe, let's think of... it's
1: still really good in his uh in his prison tent.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, I forgot about the tents.
2: When I think of the Diamondbacks, he is, like, third on my list as far as famous Diamondback legends. Because you really? got Johnson and Schilling,
1: right? And then... Johnson yeah. and Schilling, Goldschmidt, right? Well, okay, yeah. Dollars, I guess. maybe. Okay. Young Young Kim? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think Craig Council had a, had a...
1: Yeah, he had a run. Yeah. Yep. I think weirdly, Brenly might, might count. Bob Brenly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. Probably. I mean, he yeah, managed as far, as the far as, like, World
0: Series championship. As far as
1: like most identifiable faces involved with that franchise, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which probably yeah, true. With Brenly too. It's just a weird vibe there too. Like, like they they don't really go for like the whole best fans of baseball, but they go for like the most fan friendly team in baseball. I think is weird too. Like I don't think I saw anyone selling beer in the stands while I was there, which I thought was weird. Really? Yeah, I mean there are plenty of people drinking beer, but no uh-huh. beer vendors.
2: Seems crazy. Yeah, it's kind is of. Is it a nice
0: stadium though? It's pretty nice. I was. It, it exceeded expectations. Does it have the the same
1: sort of weird uh, like on TV? It looks like it would have a similar feel to Milwaukee. Is that is that um, right?
0: It's similar, but I kind of like it better than Miller Park, well, at least for the park itself. Like, okay. I've had, a, like, front row-ish upper deck seats, and I feel like I'm a lot closer than I do in Milwaukee. Sure, okay. Yeah, in Milwaukee, yeah, you're, like, really far away. Your up
1: seat feels so far away at Miller Park. Yeah. But yeah. it also, like, it feels like a football stadium.
0: No, it doesn't feel quite much like that. It, it does feel kind of... it's weird, me. It's weirdly oriented, because it's, like, it's got a roof, but... Like I'm too used to to retractable roof stadiums being like Milwaukee where they're like a triangle instead of a big rectangle. so um, that so in that sense it feels like a football stadium because it just feels like the stadium shape is that kind of profile. Mm-hmm. but when I'm actually in it, like actually just walking around and stuff, it's definitely definitely a baseball place. Mm-hmm. It also seemed like I was there with a friend of mine on on Friday who hadn't been to a baseball game in a long time, and he was, like, extremely concerned about <laughs> all the fly balls uh, that were flying into the stands at pretty high velocity. And, I looked, you know, looking at the netting they have there, it seems like they took away the netting. <laughs> the net <added laughs> it. Like, they had barely any there. Like, every foul back was going right over the net in the back. I think I only saw one ball hit the back netting and actually bounce back into the field. So... Not surprisingly, if you were to guess one team that might have a uh you know a lack of fucks given over fan safety and you know, just telling fans to, to rub it out it would be uh <laughs> it would be Arizona.
1: We wanna we wanna tra- we trade these pussy fans for some tougher fans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I yeah. Russell threw two bats into the stands too, so <laughs> so, so, so far, so far
2: He throws more bats into the stands than I think anyone I've ever seen. I don't understand
0: how like he must put feathers on it. Someone needs to just give him a big old bug of the pine tar for his birthday or something.
2: Yeah. So there are three batters right now for the Cubs who have a negative WAR for uh, on Fangraphs. Can you guess the three? Zobrist.
0: No, Zobrist have no. actually been pretty
1: good.
2: No, with the okay. stick. I mean, he was like three for four yesterday.
1: Oh, A couple doubles. I'm not. Shows how much I'm paying attention to fangrafts at this point in the season. Well, it's, yeah, it's
0: sure. certainly not Dexter Fowler
1: or Rizzo. No, nope. no, nope. One and two. Um, I don't even think it's David Ross at this point. It's not. Um, I'm go
2: with Brian as one of them. No. You guys are not not doing well. So there, there you go. That he's the worst so far. He's at yep. negative point three.
1: Russell maybe.
2: Yeah. Yep, Russell's the other one, and then the other one you're not going to get. It's Schwarber. He only had five plate appearances.
0: Sure.
2: But uh, yeah, Russell. Um, I feel like he's actually been pretty decent. He's his plate appearances have been good. It's just he
0: looks so much more comfortable in the plate. Yeah, yeah, he really does.
1: Yeah. Like I think that yeah, that's that's a thing that'll turn around. For sure.
0: Certainly his gloves not slumping. He looked great yesterday. No. This is also like this is also why you shouldn't look
1: at Fangraphs until everybody has, I don't know, at least a hundred plate appearances.
2: Sometimes. Yeah, well I mean, because then you'll you'll fall in love with Emilio Bonifacio.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you know, <laughs> Nate Perez syndrome. Mm
0: hmm. At least at least Nate Perez had the excuse of uh, Colorado oh, well, I guess then Dusty Baker, too, if that's what you were referring to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I was
1: thinking about that, that start to 2005
0: where he was. Oh, I haven't looked at any of the, the Nationals lineups. Let me see if he's managed to bat anyone terrible second yet.
2: It's kind of interesting. Speaking of lineups, Bryant gets the start in right field today.
0: Yeah,
1: I like it. Yeah? Uh, is Soler sitting?
2: No, nope. Solaire's in left. Oh, okay. It is it is kind of surprising because hey, if yesterday you told me that you'd have Solaire, Bryant, and Hayward in the outfield, I wouldn't have pegged Solaire for left and Bryant for right. If anything, I would have had Bryant in center because he he'd played it last year.
0: Yeah, I'd rather stick a Hayward in right and just leave him there. Yeah, yep, me too. He looks so good out there, just the two games I saw.
2: Mm-hmm. But I mean, every it seems like almost everyone on the team can play almost any position. So we might get a hundred different lineups from Madden. It seems
0: at least it's not David Ross out there and right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope we. Anyone else hoping we see
1: uh, another? Like I want, I want a blowout game where we see uh, a a pitcher in left or something like that. Just yeah. The I loved. Pinella once yeah,
2: with Sean yeah. Marshall. I think we all, everyone has to remember that game. Where Sean Marshall was in was in left for one batter so he could pitch to two lefties. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Joe. And if you're looking for blowouts, this team is probably going to give them to you.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope we get David Ross pitching at least once this season.
2: I think that is, like, the the only surprising thing to me this year is that, like, everything has gone according to plan.
0: Well, except for the whole Schwarber destroying his knee thing. Sure. But, like,
2: <laughs> offensively, before the season started, you looked at this team and you're like, they're going to score a shitload of runs. But in the back of my head, I kept thinking, no, that's not going to happen. Something is, like, you know, going to show up. And it, obviously, it still could because it's only five games. But... They've just looked like they're the best team in baseball.
0: The Dodgers have been no slouches either.
2: Sure. And I can't pretend that I've looked at all the other... I haven't seen all 29 other teams yet. But, like, it reminds me of when the Cubs won 97.
0: Yeah, it's just just great to see that they didn't get off to a slow start like, you know, the clusterfuck that was 2009.
1: I don't yeah, know, I feel I feel so much more comfort in this team than I did even in the 08 team. Like that 08 team was a lot of fun, but it was like you know, it was it was an older team. It felt like, you know, it I guess when I when I'm
2: talking about 08, I'm more thinking like when the Cubs were down 3 in the first inning, like you didn't care. care. Well, yeah. Any other year you were like, well, I mean, who's pitching tomorrow? But that one, you felt like, yeah, it's like a coin flip now. Yeah, and That's, that O eight team more right. than any team I've ever followed
1: felt like that. Where it was like you're just never out of a game. Yeah,
0: you you knew that anything could happen. Right.
1: I just like uh, I I get that feeling. And I no, I I totally uh, am with you. But it's more like there's something. There's an extra layer. Like even beyond that, there's an extra layer of confidence with this lineup for me. Um, where it's just like. Hmm. Like, I think even with that team, you know, if they got down, like, you, you were still, like, I don't even, if that, you remember that 08 game uh, against the Rockies, where they, like, had that huge eight-run comeback in the ninth or something like that? Uh-huh. You know what
0: I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know the game you
1: mean. Yeah, there was, like, there were, and there were a couple of games like that, where it was just, like, late rallies and stuff like that, like. You were, like, even when stuff like that happened, you were, like, I don't even know that I would be surprised if something like that happened. I think I would just, like, sit back and be delighted, like, of course this team did something like that. Yeah. You know, like, and, and maybe that's my own inflated expectations for the life, but it's just, like, it's such a fun lineup at every spot in it. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's... I
0: mean, even David Ross is fun in its own way. Not so much for watching him hit but uh you know at least he's fun yeah. defensively and we get all the rascal scooter jokes whenever uh, <laughs> whenever he's around
2: if we win the division by 12 games then i'll I'll look back on david ross very fondly
0: yeah
1: you know you don't even have like the like the soriano guy where it's like boy okay he, if he catches fire that'll be really fun but otherwise it's kind of iffy you know um oh well, that's that's or... that's
0: solaire then right <laughs> yeah but he's a bench guy like well, not anymore <laughs>
1: not now i mean theoretically i mean we still like he was still he didn't get the first start yeah that's true but in time with but, about, still.
0: but at least there's potential upside this isn't like you know 33 year old soriano oh right exactly and that's that's the point i am making.
2: well and that's the thing let's say Soler does suck well, you put him on the bench and then you call up freaking Javi Baez and then he
1: plays <laughs> the field. This this is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, like yeah, it just yeah. seems like this, this level this team is like another level better beyond that. Yeah, I can see that. Although the, and it, it might just be the depth that we have. Like it felt like that 08 team, you know, yeah, we got really lucky with health that year, but it like it felt like if anything had gone wrong it would have fallen apart
0: in a hurry. Yeah.
2: I can see that. But part of the 2018 too was that that pitching staff was just
0: yeah that was pretty insane.
2: Your worst pitcher was I mean Jason Marquis, which is a bad pitcher, but even he, he that year was league average. Which another thing, I'm looking at the team right now in 2008. If you had a four ERA, your ERA plus was 100. <laughs> And if you have a three five three ERA right now, you're probably below at, Oh, you're probably right at
0: average. Yeah, I remember thinking that when I was looking at the projections for the outfielders, seeing that like Hayward and Fowler had both had OPs over three fifty projected. But like the two thousand eight Cubs as a team had like a three forty one on base percentage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was just eight years ago, and baseball's so different now.
1: I mean, eight years is a long time Like,
2: Sure, well I can, I can clearly remember games from the 2008 season so it doesn't seem that far away for me Right,
0: no, yeah. I get what you my mean My, my but... problem is they blur together I, I just had to look up to try to remember if Sean Estes was on the 2008 Cubs or it was the 2003 one <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you should remember
2: that because Sean Estes was terrible and no one on the 2008 Cubs was terrible
0: Yeah, I guess that's true no, I just remember from that from, from that year, like I went to like maybe four Cubs games, and three of them were started by Shot Estes. <laughs> That's so unfortunate.
1: Was t- was 2008 the year we got to watch a, a few uh, <laughs> a few reunion tour Steve Traxel starts? It might have been. I think so. It was like 2000 somewhere between
0: 2006
2: 2008. No, that was the. That was the that John Lieber year.
0: 2007 was Traxall.
2: 2007,
0: okay. The human yeah. rain delay. 2008
2: was John Lieber's triumphant return to the Cubs. Yeah.
0: Surely one of the more underrated Cubs of all time. Oh, I, was a, I was a Lieber fan. Yeah. When I thought that winning 20
2: games meant something.
0: Yeah. Man, I, thought he, pitched, met, met. I thought, he, thought he pitched for the Cubs for a lot longer. He was only with them for four years back in his first run Mm-hmm.
2: yeah I wonder if he'll wear a Cubs hat in the Hall of Fame or if it'll be a Pittsburgh one <laughs>
0: just jumping to his Wikipedia page the, the trivia that they have is that uh he's the only major league pitcher to uh Give up hits to a one handed player. He didn't just give up one, but he gave two hits. He gave up two hits to Jim Abbott. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't, I don't uh, think anyone's going to break that record anytime soon.
1: No. Not likely. No, we'll put John Lieber in the Hall of Fame right next to Carlos Marmal.
2: Yeah. Who is still on a in an organization, I think.
0: Yeah, he sent a monthly yeah. deal with someone. I think it must have been in the Grapefruit League though,
1: because I would remember remembered if the Cubs played him. Oh, uh, speaking of which, uh, sounds like the 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 uh, feel good Rich Hill comeback narrative has hit a snag or two. <laughs> no, yesterday he was he was nails. Oh really?
2: Okay. Yeah, six innings, ten strikeouts. I think he let four people on base. Hell yeah. Yeah, know what I'm all about, I'm all in on Rich Hill this year. You say 10 left on base
0: and how many innings?
2: No, 10 strikeouts 10 in strikeouts. Four, four people on, like he allowed on base. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't say that in a way that would make sense, so.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, two starts, 312 ERA so far. Good on you, Rich Hill.
2: Yeah.
1: Only a 208 walks per nine so far. That's, yeah.
2: That's the only way he's gonna be successful.
1: Yeah, he was great
2: against Seattle.
0: Alright, I gotta leave soon. Do you guys got anything else? Uh I don't. I don't. Awesome. So with that I guess we'll wrap this up. listen to every word